Let's start this edition of the Press Pass with a question for you, Evan. Actually, we put you on the spot here. Uh oh. How many no players? How many players have the Patriots rostered this season? Sixty-six. No, that is, you read my tweet this morning, did. didn't you? Sixty-six players now with Kai Forbath, the fourth kicker of the year, as the Patriots continue to go through the special teams gauntlet. I'm Alex Barth. He is Evan Lazar. I do pay attention to your Twitter. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> this is the Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Watch every football game for free. All you got to do. To go to expressvpn.com slash beat. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash beat. So, Evan, here we go. Kai Forbath. Yeah. He's, you know, I, I don't want to say he's just another face, but 85% on field goals in his career, 94% on extra points. He is more or less what you're going to get at this stage from an NFL sure. kicker. And this is why, going back to Steven Gostowski, everybody was saying you don't want to have to switch kickers in the middle of the year. Yeah, Bill Belichick called it not ideal, the situation sure. this morning, especially with Nick Folk, an emergency appendectomy puts yeah. him out. I mean, it's not like it was a football injury, right, with, you know, Gostowski, and it wasn't performance issues like Nugent. So Patriots now on their fourth kicker. And Kai Forbath, they had him in for a workout. He almost won the job right. originally. He almost beat out. Nugent. Nugent just slided him a little bit in that tri that tryout earlier this season after the Goskowski injury. So here we are. You know, Forbath was kind of the next guy in line. They obviously saw something from Nick Folk, though, th that they liked because Bill Belichick said Folk, quote, was not bad. Which right. yeah, I think is about as good of a positive as you're going to get <laughs> out of Bill Belichick if you're not Gaskowski or Adam Vinatieri and you're kicking field right. goals for him. But this certainly puts into perspective how lucky the Patriots have had it at the kicker position. They've had gone through three kickers in the first 19 years of the dynasty. They've gone through four in one season. Well, I wonder if you talk about what they liked with Folk, and, yeah. and this is kind of the road I want to go down here. Is we saw it last week against the Cowboys sure. that intermediate kickoff yeah. when he was getting it to the 10-15 yard line. He seemed to be pretty good at that and they kept yeah. putting him back out there when Jake Bailey was the primary kickoff guy. So on on top of that, you can include that field goals, everything, because we saw when Nugent was here, right? They went for it a lot more uh, a lot more yeah. often. They were, they were punting from some shorter fields, things like that. How do you think this affects them uh, situationally? I think that this week it could affect them because I don't know how up to speed Kai Forbath is going to be with Joe Cardona, with Jake right. Bailey, when the entire operation. Now, when Nick Folk on Sunday against Dallas, I thought the interesting thing was is that that was a monsoon, obviously, with a lot of crosswind, and the Patriots were sending him out there for sure. long No, they kicks. trusted him. Yeah, yeah, they seem to really already trust Nick Folk, so I don't think Kai Forbath is going to be in the circle of trust as quickly as Folk was, or, you know, Folk, it took a couple weeks maybe to even get to that point. So are they going to go for it on every fourth down? Are they going to go for two after every touchdown? No. I'm sure they're going to still kick extra points every single time unless the score indicates that they should go for two. And my guess is, is that they'll be similar to Nugent, some sort of yard marker where they yeah. say anything past this point, we're either going to go for it or we're just going to punt it. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Jake Bailey told us in the locker room uh, just before we came out here to shoot this that Steven Gostowski's been around. He's been helping yeah. with all these transitions. So you mentioned everybody need to get on the same page. At least there is a familiar face, even if it's not the guy kicking the football who has been around. But fourth kicker, I get. do we, do we have to say and counting? Yeah, grass isn't always greener, right? That's right. You know, I think that a lot of people thought the Guskowski going down was almost a blessing in disguise. I would say it's the total opposite so yeah. far. I mean, this is a very important position, especially when you get later into the season, not only the weather and the conditions that they're going to be kicking in, but also, you know, we're going to be in a situation at some point where they're going to need a clutch field goal, right. where they're going to be tied in the fourth quarter with three seconds left, and they're going to have to send a kicker out there to hit a field goal, and now it's going to be the fourth guy on the depth right. chart, technically. So, Will's four kickers and counting. Sounds like a sitcom for the Patriots with 
Kai Forbath coming in here. Uh, for more analysis kicking in everything, make sure you check out clnsmedia.com. Follow us on Twitter at PatriotCLNS. This edition of the Patriots Press Pass has been brought to you by ExpressVPN.com. To watch all football games for free, visit ExpressVPN.com slash beat for your first three months free. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth. Thanks for watching. Friday means key matchups, big ones across the board in Patriots-Texans. I'm Alex Barth. He is Evan Lazar. This is Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by ExpressVPN. To get access to every single NFL game right on your laptop, visit expressvpn.com beat for your first three months free. Evan, we have to start with an internal matchup for the Patriots. Yep. It's one that's been brewing all week. The New England Patriots versus the flu. Foxborough flu. It's the real Foxborough right, flu. Right, a flu in Foxborough. Yeah. And what is it, eight players this week yeah. have been listed with uh, some sort and of illness? And a few other, Kyle Vannoy was not out at practice right. today. And he was, did it seemed a little bit under the weather, I guess is the way to put it, uh, a couple of days ago on Wednesday when we were last in the locker room. So I'm, my guess is, is that he caught it late, you know, and he's yeah. in the late process. No, it's going to roll now. through. It can take about a week. Yeah. That's what happened with the Cowboys. They're just now dealing with the end of it. And that story yeah. last week that they were dealing with, it broke on Friday. So it's going to be interesting. This is a team that... You could argue, among all else, prides itself in conditioning yeah. and being able to outwork, outrun, outhustle the other team. And when you're dealing with something like a flu bug, that's going to be a major hit to, to your ability to do that. And it's also just a couple of the players that are suffering from right. the flu bug that are critical, critical pieces of the offense and the defense. I mean, Stephon Gilmore has been backed out at practice the last two days. I think he's going to be all right. But if you don't have him to go up against sure. DeAndre Hopkins, that is a massive letdown. Then you have Isaiah Wynn, the left tackle, Whitney Merciless on the other side for Houston, yep. who's going to be rushing the passer and rushing Tom Brady. You obviously want Wynn in over Newhouse. We've seen that right. story play out. Out plenty this season. Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower. I mean, there's some big names on that list. When we were out there at practice on Wednesday, we we're like, where are the Patriots? Right. You know, where is half the team right now? And it's not just players. It's not the Jermaine Illuminors necessarily that are the problem. It's the right. big name, the big ticket guys. Bill Belichick said at his press conference quickly this morning that if the game was yesterday, if they had to play on yeah. Thanksgiving, they probably would have been in trouble and with the way that the health and situation I mean, of the team is you, right you now. You mentioned Belichick. He didn't look like he was in the yeah, best. He, he, morning, he shook so. it off and, act, and said that nothing's wrong, that he's perfectly sure. fine, but he was coughing pretty good, too. Yeah. All right, so we, we will get to the player matchups, so though. You mentioned yeah. Stephon Gilmore. He is important. Do you think he draws DeAndre Hopkins, or given the the depth of weapons yeah. the Texans have, could he be moved on to maybe a Will Fuller, and then Hopkins becomes J.C. Jackson with help over the top? Yeah, I think that there is a lot to be said for that second one. Yep. You know, the double Hopkins with your number two and a safety over the top, whether it's Jason McCourty or J.C. Jackson, whoever you want it to be, and then put Gilmore on an island against Fuller. Yep. But I actually... I actually think that the Patriots are going to put Gilmore on Hopkins a lot, just based okay. off of recent history. Last year in that week one matchup, he covered Hopkins 77% of the time. Now, Fuller didn't play in that game, I don't believe. Right. But 77% of the time, and Hopkins only had four catches for 50 yards against Gilmore in coverage. He had a few other catches against some other guys. He had eight for 78 for the entire game. So they pretty much kept Hopkins in check, more or less. I think in this game, playing man coverage is going to be important. Deion, uh, Deshaun Watson, excuse me, his numbers against man coverage much worse than against zone coverage. He's actually 
shredding zone coverage, averaging yep. over nine yards per attempt this year with a 70% completion rate against zone. So this team, this Texans team, you got to be physical with their receivers. You got to beat them up at the line of scrimmage and not let guys like Hopkins and Fuller get down the field. And that's Gil Gilmore's MO. So I sure. really would put Gilmore on Hopkins. You might even see some double of Hopkins even with Gilmore over there, though. And then my key matchup on the other side of the ball, I'm also going to go wide receiver defensive back. I'm going to go Nikhil Harry against Jonathan Joseph. Yep. I think that that's not necessarily the matchup directly, but this is one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Yeah. They are beat up. Their top two starters right now are Jonathan Joseph, a guy who has probably passed his prime, right. and Vernon Hargraves, who's only been there, what, now? This is going to be his third game with the Texans. Yeah. They just signed him recently. So this is the kind of game you mentioned that Houston pass rush, which is also beat up, but they still have Merciless. Yeah. Brady's got to have people open. He's not necessarily going to have time to step up in the pocket, thread the needle, that sort of thing. I'm looking for the guys on the outside, specifically Harry, first-round pick. Here we go. Yeah. Prove it. I'm looking for a guy like Nikhil Harry to win one-on-one -on -one matchups, beat corners on the outside, and give Tom Brady opportunities where he doesn't necessarily need to fit the ball into the tightest window. Yeah, Romer Cornell is kind of prided on being a game plan coach, yeah. but because of what he's been dealing with in the secondary injury-wise, they really just don't have the horses at corner to be man coverage right. right now. They're playing a lot of zone coverage. They played a lot of zone coverage against Indy, and I guarantee that Romeo Cornell would like to play man coverage on Sunday night against the Patriots. I just don't know if he has the personnel to do it. So I think the Patriots are going to see a pretty good amount of zone coverage and that's going to be up to guys like Harry and Myers and Edelman obviously to yep. find the soft spots in those zones and figure that out. And we all know what happens when Tom Brady plays zone yeah. coverage historically. It's good. So. Yeah. If you think we missed any key matchups, let us know in the comments below. This edition of Patriots Press Pass has been brought to you by ExpressVPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash beat for your first three months free access to all the NFL games. Expressvpn.com slash beat. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth. Thanks for watching. Now in the post-Thanksgiving stage of the NFL season, it means we have to start talking about the playoffs, specifically how the AFC picture is shaping up. I'm Alex Barth. He's Evan Lazar. This is Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Visit their website and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus this Turkey Day weekend, a full slate of college and NFL games. Join BetOnline.ag. G. Evan, we'll start at the top. We'll yeah. start with the Patriots and the Ravens, 10-1, and 9-2 respectively. How many wins does it take either of those teams? And it, I, I think it's a different number for each team yeah. because of the head-to-head. -head. But how many wins does it take to get that number one seed and home field advantage? I would say that we're probably on the same page with this one. Okay. I think the Patriots are going to have to get to 13 yep. in order to hold off Baltimore. Now, Baltimore does have to go to San Francisco this week. Yes. And they have to play Buffalo the following week. And we saw that Bills team yep. yesterday on Turkey Day. And it doesn't look like that's such an easy win no. anymore. And they have Pittsburgh, too, which divisional games can always get weird. Right, they got a tough schedule weird. here. So I, I would call it a... A tough schedule as well, but they are also blowing doors off very of good every they single team they're good. playing right now. So, you know, you want to think that they're going to get a game here from at least yeah. San Francisco or Buffalo at least in the next two weeks, but you never know. I mean, it just Lamar right. Jackson's on another level. That defense is really improving as well. So we'll see what happens. But for the Patriots, it's really about the next two weeks, and I don't want to overlook any opponents, and they do have Buffalo in that Week 16 yes. matchup. So you can't say it's going to be a tough game for Baltimore and an easy right. game for the Patriots. But the next two weeks, I think if you can get through this kind of gauntlet of five games where we've been talking about all year that this is going to be the toughest stretch yep. of the season for New England, they can get through these next two games. They got Cincinnati the following week after Kansas City. They can kind of reset a little bit, right. get some people healthy, get back to you know playing good football on the offensive side of the ball, hopefully, over the next couple of weeks, and then play Buffalo, which... 
maybe a AFC East game that's actually I mean, means something. I, at I the think end of the at, the, at the very least, it certainly could be a hat and T-shirt game for them. Yeah, at, talking at to some least. players today in the locker room about it, and they are saying that you know it's kind of nice. It's it is yeah. kind of nice to have another AFC East team that's pushing them. That they're sure. saying they can't take the foot off the gas. You know, if Buffalo had dropped a few games here and their five losses or six losses at this point now instead of what they're at now with only three losses, and it's a completely different ball yeah. game going over the next couple of weeks. So I think that the Patriots are a little bit they're welcoming it a little bit yeah. too. I'm I'm with you. I think 13 wins for the Patriots, 12 for the Ravens. That head to head yeah. is going to end up being huge. You mentioned divisional races. Yeah. There's a pair of tight ones in the AFC, and they have to be the Patriots' next two opponents. Yeah. Houston, seven and four. They have a couple teams breathing down their neck. Yeah. The Colts at six and five, and Tennessee doesn't look like they're going anywhere no, either with the new and improved Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. That's right. And then out in the AFC West, the Patriots playing the Chiefs next week. They're seven and four. The Oakland Raiders, a bit of a surprise. Yeah. I know they just had a setback, but they're six and five. They're right yeah. there. Both of those teams only lead their division by a game with a month to play. Which of those two teams is in the most trouble to lose their division? I think it's Houston. I have all the faith in the world that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to win that okay. division. I really don't see Kansas City missing the playoffs entirely. They just have too much well, talent. Let, let me rephrase it. Let, let, let me rephrase the question then. Which team, and obviously every win matters, yeah. but which team is more desperate going into their matchup with the Patriots? I think it's Houston for now. And I think the biggest reason why is that as explosive as that Houston offense has been, and we've talked about this all week, yeah. they're actually only 15 and DVOA right now offensively. Right. They're a middle-of-the-road offense statistically despite the fact that they have an MVP quarterback, they have DeAndre Hopkins, they have Will Fuller, they have all these weapons, yep. but it really isn't coming together. Why? Line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. They're really banged up on the defensive line. There aren't a ton of players when you go around that defense that you really circle as blue-chip guys. You yeah. know, who are you really worried about this weekend? Whitney Merciless is probably the only one where you can say, okay, that guy can really play. Right now, according to Pro Football Focus, Bernard McHenry is the only player that's grading out as an above average starter right now for Houston. Yep. The whole rest of the defense is in the in that yellow and orange okay. range. Not what you want to be in, right? And the offensive line in Houston, too, other than Laramie Tunzel at left tackle, who's kind of brought some stability to that spot, is shaky every place else. The yep. other four spots are not so good either. So I think that they have more holes in their roster is a long way of saying that. They have more holes in their roster right now than Kansas City does. Although Kansas City defense is, is nothing to I, I would call that whole Kansas either. City defense yeah. a whole, but that's another conversation Their, we'll have next week. Is worse. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, but, you know, we just went through it. The yeah. one seed is going to be highly contested. We've got some divisional races. Yeah. It looks like one of the wild card spots is decided, but between uh, Oakland, Pittsburgh, you've got a yeah. whole bunch of teams chasing that sixth spot. That sixth spot's going to be a bad team. So, that's not going to be a playoff team that's going to get that spot. But let me, let me ask you this. Which race do you think – is the most up for grabs, is the most exciting of, of everything in the AFC. I think it's the, I think it's the one seed, honestly, okay. because Baltimore has the head-to-head -head against the Patriots. The Patriots have one less loss, obviously, right now than the Ravens, but the Ravens look like, at least over the last month or so, since that Patriot game, the best team in football. Yeah. Besides maybe the Niners, you know, I, I really think that Baltimore, what they're putting together, I mean, beating the Rams like they did last week was just an incredible victory. So I think that they look like the best team in football. Lamar Jackson looks like the MVP. So that's the story line of the league right now yep. is Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. On top of that, they're chasing the Patriots. Sure. So it really doesn't No, it involves the Patriots. That. It, yeah. that gives you juice. I actually, though, I'm going to go with the AFC West. Yeah. That is the most fascinating for me to watch just because... You think Oakland has a chance? 
if really? Kansas City has trouble coming in here again, yeah. if Kansas City comes in here and can't win, Oakland's got a very easy schedule down the stretch. They still play each other. Yeah. They do have a matchup That's, left. I think, the issue that I have with Oakland is that they might beat everybody else, but I don't think that they have the but horses to beat Kansas City. You're setting up for a potential late-season game where Kansas yeah. City has to beat Oakland to get in. Fair enough. That would be that, – that's, that's where I lose the juice on the Patriots yeah. and Ravens for the one seed. It's all done. They're all doing it on their own. Right. There's no head-to-head where you have it in the AFC South, you have it in the AFC West. You might even have some games for that sixth seed that yeah. could matter later on. I want head-to-head – Winner moves on, loser yeah. goes home. That's the best kind. Of, that's in any sport. That's yeah. the best. That's the best. So give yeah. me the matchups where they have to play each other, decide who gets in the playoffs. But no, the one seed is absolutely going to be fascinating yeah. too down that stretch. So, and you know, we're saying the Patriots and the Ravens. We should say to be fair, Buffalo Bills are. If they beat Baltimore, the Bills are, they're in that conversation. If Josh Allen continues to play like he did he yesterday, yesterday on Thanksgiving, he really good yesterday. if he continues to play like that, then that's a team that's going to be reckoned with not just making the playoffs, right. but actually well, a team that no, look, could if they, win some playoff. If games. they beat Baltimore, yeah, they come in here with a chance to possibly not only take yeah. the division but the one seat. Yeah, I know. So if a, if a couple things it's fall, it's great. Honestly, I think it's great. Who, nobody I, circles the wagons like the Buffalo I Bills. I think Patriots fans should really embrace it too because I'm the it. AFC East has been got getting trashed on for years and years and years, and this Buffalo team. I don't know if they're for real yet in the grand scheme of things. Like, are they a Super Bowl contender? I- I'm not sure if right. I'm ready to put them in well, that cause, category cause, yet. But they're one of the better teams in the AFC. That's for no, sure. No, they they and they beat a. I'll say it again. It's getting harder to make this argument. Yeah. Dallas is a good team. Uh, are the they? Dallas Cowboys are, are a good. They? they have a really bad coach. Yeah. But they're talented, and that was yeah. the problem. The Bills always got out coached. They didn't yeah. get out coached. They far yeah. from got out coached yesterday. Yeah. Real quick, Jerry Joe, uh, not Jerry Jones. Jason Garrett. Does he have a job at the end of the season? At the end of the season? Yeah. No. I think no. that he gets fired on Black Monday, though. Black, okay. I meant like during I, I the season. I don't but, think right. he gets fired in season because, believe it or not, they could still win the NFC East pretty easily. So they're I, in the driver's seat. I, in the I was NFC trying East. to figure out After if the coach this. had ever been fired while leading his division. NFC yeah. playoff picture might be more fascinating for the than the AFC one. Yeah. You're really looking at it, but we'll talk yeah. about that another time. This has been Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by BetOnline.a. Visit their website. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus. College football, NFL football, full Turkey Day weekend slate. Check it out. BetOnline.ag. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth. Thanks for watching. This is a Patriots press pass injury report update for Friday, November 29th, 2019. Reporting from Gillette Stadium, I'm Alex Barth for CLNS Media. This edition of the Press Pass is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. This Turkey Day weekend, it's a full slate of college and NFL games. Join BetOnline.ag for all the action and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus. It's no secret all week the Patriots have been dealing with some sort of flu bug. We knew the Friday injury report was not going to be pretty. 18 names total on the list. The good news for the Patriots, only one of those players has been ruled out for sure for Sunday night. That's tight end Ryan Izzo. He is dealing with the illness. He has not played in a few weeks due to a number of injuries. So that leaves 17 questionable players, most of them dealing with that flu bug. The tough one is going to be Kyle Van Noy. He's the only player of the 17 who did not practice on Friday. That could mean he caught the bug a little bit later. It means his recovery time will be a little bit later. So his status for Sunday, definitely up in the air. 
Also among those 17, you have names like Stephon Gilmore, Jamie Collins, Marcus Cannon, Patrick Chung, players who have been dealing with this illness all week. They were all limited on Friday. They all remain questionable. Julian Edelman remains on the injury report with that shoulder injury. He is not dealing with the illness, at least as far as the injury report tells us. But if you remember back to the game against Dallas, the shoulder did seem to give him quite a few issues on the field. He did play the duration of the game, but something that's clearly still bothering him. The good news for the Patriots, maybe the best news, quarterback Tom Brady removed from the injury report that right elbow issue. Well, it's no longer an issue. He is a full go Sunday against Houston. Of course, a lot can change between now and then with the number of players still, deal, still dealing with that illness. We will keep you up to date and posted online at clnsmedia.com and on Twitter at PatriotsCLNS. Again, the Patriots injury report situation, 18 listed, 17 questionable, as the Patriots are right in the midst of a serious flu bug. This edition of the Press Pass Injury Report update has been brought to you by betonline.ag. Visit their website and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus. With the Patriots Press Pass from Gillette Stadium, I'm Alex Barth for CLNS.